barbecuing pork butts with my best friend this weekend. It's one of my favorite things to do and it has very little to do with barbecuing. Some people feel like home. Hello, my name is Gordon and welcome to my podcast. Standing on a driving range, sweaty blistered hands hitting golf ball after golf ball, thinking one day I will do this for a living. There was a time when I truly believed this would happen. Our bare feet in the sand, seagulls announcing our presence, a brackish wind buffeting our faces, looking into our eyes, saying I do. Fuck Aruba. That's just funny to me. Funny. Trying harder doesn't make dreams come true. Not trying at all doesn't help either. Give yourself to your dreams and let them unfold as they may. Dreams are a gift. Dreaming gives us purpose and direction. Dreaming is hopeful, and hope is the second greatest word in the English language. Right behind get the net, it's a big one. It's my experience that dreams... The best dreams aren't attached to any outcome. They just hover above us like a bright cloud. It's almost as if they don't matter if they come true or not. Some of my favorite dreams never came to fruition, but I cherish the impact they had on my life. I love reading something that perfectly articulates a thought that's been swirling in my head, one that gives me permission to think a certain way. I read one the other day that said, Being in a relationship is about solving problems together. Problems you wouldn't have if you were single. (laughs) And I felt that. Recently, someone asked how I began a prayer. Well, that's easy because I start every prayer with, Hey, are you busy? And then we laugh and laugh until the thunder stops. Can you imagine being God? I wouldn't wish that responsibility on anyone. I often wonder if he knew what he was getting us into or getting himself into. Yes, I know he sees the future in the present moment, but still, I struggle mightily with the whole omnipresent thing for sure. I can barely manage a few remodels and new builds without feeling overwhelmed. In 1968, Spencer Silver developed a low-tack adhesive used for post-it notes. Little did Spencer know what an important role he would play in my life. The pale blue ones are my favorite. I find the neon colors a bit much for my liking. They feel like an emergency is afoot. I'm betting Spencer dreamt of the day someone would find and use his invention, and luckily for him, Art Fry was willing and available. In the book, The Pillars of Earth, Alenia becomes destitute after the imprisonment of her father, Bartholomew, the Earl of Shearing. She loses everything, her castle, her privilege, her virginity, her safety. As she and her brother aimlessly wander the countryside, you can see her gradual transformation from self-loathing to self-reliance to self-confidence. As most of you know, I've never been a fan of the detachment theory per se, since it glamorizes 
hyper-independence and hyper-self-reliance. To me, this theory seems like an easy excuse not to invest yourself emotionally. It's like a get-out-of-jail-free card. As an alternative theory I'll call grow the fuck up, maybe learn to lean into conflict and disagreeable narratives. Learn to be okay standing your ground while at the same time being willing to listen and bend and sway. I like Pema's take on it. She shares, it's when you relax into the discomfort, knowing you're on the right path, letting uncertainty be your friend, inviting compassionate inquiry, knowing it will lead to clarity and being okay with this outcome. I usually think about this right before I hit a golf ball over the water, and I'm sure it helps. Alenia did just this and overcame her deficits. Allow your dreams to come and go. Allow your dreams to evolve. Allow your dreams to have alternate outcomes. I never really had a chance of becoming a pro golfer, but I didn't know it. I wasn't married to the outcome, I was married to the process. When I finally realized it was a dream that I would never actualize, I accepted it knowing that I tried. Sometimes that's all we can do. Ethereal rolled off her tongue as if it lived there. After hearing her say it, I looked it up. Extremely delicate and light in a way that seems too perfect for this world. Whomever defined this should get to define words, other words like, I don't know, peanut butter or Cheetos. I've often asked God why he created us and would he do it again if he had a mulligan? He's yet to answer me directly, but I think it's only because he's still typing. As I practice my golf swing inside my home, I'm reminded that glass breaks and hyper-independence is a cult. I understand the reluctance to depend on others, but isn't that the whole point of being human? Leaning on, sharing, and supporting others. It's easy to do this collectively since you remain at arm's length. The art is in doing it individually, vulnerable to your core. I'm pretty sure that's why God hasn't called us home yet. He's still hoping we figure this out. In Josephine Tay's book, The Franchise Affair, Robert Blair of Blair, Hayward, and Bennett is called to defend a mother and daughter against the charge of holding hostage and beating a teenager, Betty Kane, for over a month. Whether they did this or not, we still don't know since I haven't finished reading the book. What's so interesting, though, is the public opinion surrounding the case. How we jump to conclusions and create stories in our mind without knowing. As Mr. Blair dissects this case, I'm reminded that we are responsible for dissecting our own misconceptions. Honestly, I'm terrible at this, especially when it comes to personal relationships. What seems simple for some is a struggle for others. I have more post-it notes with sayings like, if you don't know, ask. If you're not sure, inquire. Clarity opens the door to truth, and most of us can handle the truth, 
even if it's unpleasant. It's usually in the not knowing that we suffer the most. One of my favorite songs is by Paper Bird titled, Don't Want Half. Going all in takes courage, detached from the outcome. Attach fully to the dream and see what happens. Everything great requires intent and effort. It's like that time you wanted an Oreo Blizzard and realized Dairy Queen closes in eight minutes and you're five miles away. Do you or don't you? you damn right I do. Thanks for listening and have a great week. So how do you say it? Ethereal? No. Eth ethereal. Ethereal. Ethereal rolled off her tongue as if it lived there. That's stupid. I like it though. I had to look it up. Do you really think you could play golf for a living? Heck yeah, when you're young and dumb, man, you think anything. I thought I could be a fisherman. I did till I got out there and holy smokes, you got to put a lot of time in there. So why do you talk about Aruba so much? I don't know. Like fresh heartbreaks are closer to the surface maybe. I kind of hope my next girlfriend's from California because I've always wanted to say, <laughs> fuck California. Plus Aruba, and then I'd forget about Aruba. Plus Aruba, like that's my most popular podcast so far, like by a lot. How many people have listened to your episodes? I don't know, maybe pushing 700 people. That's pretty cool. I mean, I really, I like doing it. It's pretty dang fun. I think the whole process of doing the, the, the episodes is as much fun as actually saying it. I wish I had an editor or something like that. I guess I do. I don't know. I don't care. I know it could be better. I'm not immune to that or blind to that or deaf to that, but it is what it is and I appreciate you guys listening.